You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajax.com. Hey guys, Pastor Brian here, and welcome back to our online Bible study of James. Um, This is our second week, and I want to keep these to about five or six minutes a piece. Uh, Last week, we went a bit long because we had to do all the introductory parts. So I want to get right into it today. Um, This week, we're talking about verses 19 through 27. And I want you to go back and read that. James 1, 19 through 27, if you haven't read it uh, again since Pastor Kevin spoke on Sunday. And Kevin gave us a good framework to look at kind of all of James, but especially this section here where what James is leading, like laying out is for us to listen to Jesus teaching and then do what it says. And this section exactly lays out that way. And just as a reminder, this whole book of James um, is Jesus' brother, Jacob, giving us um, a translation or a kind of application of Jesus' teaching to the lives of the Jewish believers in Jesus of the day who were suffering kind of a low-level persecution at the time where they were being kind of cut out of Roman society and Jewish society, and it was frustrating. And so many of them were getting to the point that they wanted to revolt in some way. And as Pastor Kevin talked about on Sunday, some of them eventually did. But he, uh, James in this book is laying out like kind of the what would Jesus do to this response. And it's very applicable to our situation today Um, as Christian people in an increasingly post-Christian nation, or in some ways increasingly, that we might find ourselves frustrated as well. And so he's giving us Jesus' teachings translated or applied to a situation very similar to ours, and it's very useful for us. And so what I want to do today is just highlight three different verses um, in this section of Scripture, or I guess three chunks, one of them is two, so three (laughs) different segments, and then offer some reflective questions to ask ourselves about them because we can be tempted in a, with a book like this to, you know, read some of these words can be kind of harsh. And so we might say, Oh, I know a person who needs to hear this, (laughs) but I want us to really think and look within ourselves. So let's start right at the beginning, verse 19. Um, Remember listening to what Jesus says and then doing it. Uh, Verse 19, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Now, that's a pretty intense way to start it off, but quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry, because human anger is not the righteousness that God desires. That's the whole thing. So here's the questions I had to go along with this. And you could pause if you need to think about this, but asking questions about yourself. In our situation, or the situation we find ourselves in, how hard do you find this to do? And this being being slow or quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. How hard do you find that to do? Which one of those things is the hardest for you? Being um, quick to listen, slow to speak, or slow to become angry? Or are all three hard? Um, and why do you think that's so difficult to do? And then here's the last question I had for this section was, How often are you, like when you fail at doing that, meaning you are quick to get angry or quick to speak out or something like that, how often are you tempted to claim righteousness as an excuse for that action? Because we're reminded here that this isn't the kind of thing that the human righteousness doesn't produce uh, or this human anger doesn't produce the righteousness God desires. But we're so often tempted to claim like, oh, I was just that angry because 
because of this righteousness? You know, how often are you tempted to do that? So those are the questions for that section. Next verse I wanted to take a look at as a group is this James 1, 22. It says this, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And I think this is really important for us because it's really easy to kind of be around a lot of churchy or Bible-y things and think that, yeah, we're good. Like I hang out in Christian groups, like whatever, you know, I got it. But do you actually put into practice what Jesus says in a way in your, in your, in your life in a way that's load-bearing? And what I mean by load-bearing is when you build a building or a house, there's some beams in the house that you could cut out and put a window in or whatever. And there's other ones that are actually bearing the load of the structure. And if you cut them out, the building might come down. And when we're Christian people trying to be Christ-like in this world, Jesus' teachings need to be load-bearing in our lives, not just optional things that we do when we feel like it. And so the question I had for this is, in what ways do you just listen or claim something about the Bible or God, but fail to live it out or put it into practice in any meaningful way in your life? And then the follow-up question of what do you need to change about that? And then to close, I wanted to read this last scripture, which is near the end, uh, verse 26, James 1, 26. And this is kind of a heavy hitter, so be ready. Those who consider themselves religious, yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. I know that's kind of a, an intense way to end this podcast, but I think it's just important for us to remember how important what we say and do is to Jesus and to being um, Christian people in this world. We don't want to be people who are very close to Jesus, but not living it out. We want to be people who actually listen to what he says and do it in our daily lives. And so I want to end by praying that we would actually be that way. So Father, I pray that you would meet us where we are and Lord guide us to being people who actually listen to your word and put it into practice in our lives. There will be listeners and doers of your word as a church to shine the light of your truth into this dark world. And Lord, I pray that you would show us areas where we fail you, that we might repent and come back into right relationship with you, Lord, and guide us in this time as we seek to listen and do your word in Jesus' name. Amen.